afternoon practice session. We'll offer the practice of the fourth Brahma Vihara, Upeka, equanimity. Upeka, equanimity. Mm. I like the sound of it, equanimity, equanimity. Beautiful state of mind and heart. Balanced, poised, holding it all, not tipping into, not moving towards or away, but balanced, staying with, not aloof, but staying with, with a sense of care and yet not tipping into and not moving away from. As it has been mentioned before the past few days, equanimity is really the basis of all the other Brahma-viharas, the other three, and it allows the other three not to fall into their far or near enemies. Metta, to remain metta, to remain friendly, loving kindness, to not become either attachment or ill will. It allows compassion to neither become pity or empathetic distress, which is falling into it, nor does it let it become cruelty, which is the opposite, the far enemy of compassion. And similarly, equanimity allows mudita, vicarious joy, to stay just that, and not to veer into exuberance and not become jealousy. So really equanimity, that stable balance. So the, the near enemy of equanimity itself is aloofness, not caring, indifference, not caring at all. You could just couldn't be bothered, whatever, either about yourself or others. That's not equanimity. Equanimity cares. It stands with, stands under. The far enemy of equanimity is said to either get too involved, to either move towards, to want, or to push away, not want things, so want things to be different. So either of those states, the far enemy of equanimity. So equanimity could be thought of, actually the translation of the word upeka, upeka in Pali, is having a bird's eye view is having an overview. When you have an overview of what is going on, when you're not just stuck in a particular image, a particular perspective, and you have the bird's eye view, you see the causes and conditions, and you can hold the event, whatever is happening, with a lot more space around it, with a lot more space that allows for equanimity to come in. Another word in the Pali language, um, in the suttas, that's often used 
for equanimity is another word. It's actually, it's a compound word, which I really like, uh, meaning equanimity. It's tatra majatata, tatra majatata. Say that fast ten times, tatra majatata. So, tatra, standing, or actually tatra, it refers to this, this. Maja is means middle, similar to uh, Majima Nikaya, for those who know the middle-length discourses. Maja, middle. Maja Tata Tata. Standing, ma, Tatra Maja Tata. Standing. So standing in the middle of all this. So the image that comes to my mind with Tatra Maja Tata is standing in the middle of all this. Standing in the middle of all this. Standing, not cowering, but standing in the middle of all this, whatever it is that's happening, coming and going, standing in the middle of all this, holding it with equanimity. The practice of equanimity, traditionally, we start it with the neutral person because the neutral person is one for whom it's often easiest to develop equanimity. And then we move on to the other categories. The practice of equanimity also connects to, as I was mentioning, seeing the bigger picture, seeing the causes and conditions. And in this practice, another word for seeing conditionality causes and conditions is karma. Karma in our culture, the word karma is bandied about some willy-nilly, it's my karma, it's my bad karma, it's your karma, good karma. But really, karma is just causes and conditions. Causes and conditions. This leads to this, this leads to this, that leads to that. It's just the lawful way things unfold. Of course, if that happens, yeah, that, then that's going to happen. So seeing the conditionality, the causes and conditions that make something happen, support the existence of, of, um, of something coming to be in this world. So as I offer some phrases today for this practice, I will also be offering the traditional phrase. And the traditional phrase does have the word karma in it. I would like to explain that a little bit. So the traditional phrase is all beings are the owner of their own karma. Their happiness and unhappiness depends upon their own actions, not my wishes for them. So this traditional phrase, which may or may not work for you, or it may not work for you now, it might work for you later, or it might work for you now, may not work for you later. You know, just play around with these as we've given you a lot of permission and we've invited you just to be creative, to play around with all these practices we're offering you. Similarly with the tradition, <clears throat> traditional phrase. I know that the traditional phase a phrase at times really worked for me. There were some situations that really feeling that, wow, all beings are the owner of their own 
causes and conditions, what the causes and conditions that are part of their life. And their happiness or unhappiness really depends on their actions, actions that I can't see, I don't know, not, not, not on my wishes for them. So, so as I care, as I do care, and this, this sentence, this, this, um, this traditional phrase is a way to hold the reality of causality, the reality of how things unfold, to see it, yes, standing under all this, standing in the middle of all this, having the bird's eye view. This is how things are. It's basically another way to say that I'm not in control of the unfolding of the events as much as I might care about particular events, either in my life or in somebody else's life. Basically, that's another way of saying the same thing. I'm not in control of the unfolding of the events, even though I care, and I can't make it all better for you. So, without further ado, perhaps we will experiment together and try it on for size. I will be offering a lot of different phrases, including the traditional one, but many other phrases that I'll just offer while we're practicing together. You can take any shape or form um, of the phrases you like. So with that, I invite you to get into your meditation posture. And arriving in this body, being embodied, feeling yourself sitting on your chair, your cushion. Feeling this body breathing. taking a few moments just to settle in with the body and with the breath. Nowhere to go, nothing to do. Just appreciating, relaxing into this body sitting There's nothing you have to do right now. To just sit and breathe and appreciate being in this body, breathing, sitting, relaxing as much as possible. Gently, gently. Noticing if any part of your body is tight, if your brow is tight, if you're tightening your face. If so, that is a pretty clear sign. 
that there might be some over-efforting happen, happening, as some of you have talked about in our discussions. This is a good time to check. And now I invite you to bring to mind your neutral person. Person you've chosen whether from your daily life, perhaps someone who works at the grocery store or dry cleaners, kind of see them but you don't have a strong feeling about them one way or the other. Or someone that you've chosen on this retreat already as your neutral person, don't have a history with, you don't have a strong feeling about, for or against. Bringing that being, that person to mind For a moment, I'm going to invite you to use your imagination and imagine this being, this person whom you don't really know the details of their life, fleshing them out in your mind, what they look like, maybe how they hold themselves, how they walk, how they act, and then flesh out their life with some imagination. Imagining some ups and downs in their lives. We all have ups and downs. Some joys and sorrows. Comings and goings of things. things that are going well for them, things that are not going so well, might be challenging. A full life, you don't know them, but just like you, this being has a full life, a compelling life, just like you. Their life, their happiness is just as compelling to them as yours is to you. It's okay in this practice right now just to be creative for a moment, just to make a connection, imagining some joys and sorrows, 
Maybe they lost someone they loved. Maybe they lost a job. Maybe they have a lot of fear in their life. Maybe something wonderful just happened to them. Maybe they learned to scale always, they always wanted to learn just some comings and goings, some richness. And now, the image of this being in mind, the richness of their life, feeling a sense of holding it all, seeing the comings and goings in their lives, in their life, and having a sense of equanimity, watching the movie of their life unfold. I offer the traditional phrase, all beings are the owners of their karma, their happiness, and unhappiness depends upon their actions, not my wishes for them. All beings are the owners of their own karma, of their own actions. Their happiness and unhappiness depends on their actions, not my wishes for them. One more time, all beings are the owners of their karma, heirs to their karma. Their happiness and unhappiness depends upon their actions, not on my wishes for them. If this doesn't work for you, no worries, drop it going to offer some other alternatives. May we all accept things as they are. May we all accept things as they are. Or simply, things are as they are. May we all accept things as they are, or simply, things are as they are. Another alternative. May we be undisturbed by the comings and goings of events. May we be undisturbed by the comings and goings of events.
And here you can use we or you can use you. And you can play around with that in this case. In this particular case, see what works better for you. And the we in this case is more general because you're holding the neutral person with yourself and wishing this upon both of you. Or may you accept things as they are, or simply things are as they are. Another alternative, I care about you and I'm not in control of the unfolding of events. I can't make it all better for you. I care about you and I'm not in control of the unfolding of events. I can't make it all better for you. Or, I care for you, but cannot keep you from suffering. I care for you, but cannot keep you from suffering. I wish you happiness, but cannot make your choices for you. I wish you happiness, but cannot make your choices for you. May I accept the arising and passing of all things with equanimity and balance. May I accept the arising and passing of all things with equanimity and balance. Offering you a lot of options. Whatever works for you, you can just choose one sentence or a variation of one, or just keep it very simple. Things are as they are. Things are as they are. Or it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. This was my phrase for a long time. It is what it is. Accepting what is.
In the classical progression of the equanimity practice, we start with the neutral being. Then we move to the benefactor and then the dear friend. So for the rest of this practice period, I invite you now to bring in either your benefactor or your dear friend, your easy category, your easy person, the person that you care about in your life, you feel connected to. Sometimes with the person that we dearly care about, the ups and downs of their life, their suffering, we really need equanimity to hold that. To hold the suffering in their life, the ups and downs. I offer the phrases again and see which one seems relevant for you now. Bringing to mind your benefactor, dear friend. All beings are the owners of their karma, heirs to their karma, their happiness, and unhappiness depends on their action, not my wishes for them. I care about you, and I'm not in control of the unfolding of events. I can't make it all better for you. Things are the way they are. Or it is what it is. I will care for you. I care for you, but cannot keep you from suffering. I wish you happiness, but cannot make your choices for you. May we be undisturbed by the comings and goings of events. Or may you be undisturbed by the comings and goings of events. Or feels more relevant. May I be undisturbed by the comings and goings of events in your life. May we all accept things as they are. 
May I accept the arising and passing of all things with equanimity and balance. Feel free to choose what works for you best. You can be creative. This dear being is having a lot of difficulty in their life. You, could, you can wish them the equanimity. May you accept the arising and passing of all things with equanimity and balance.
may you accept things as they are. Or may I accept things as they are. May we all accept things as they are. Keeping your friend or benefactor in mind.
so you can practice the practice of equanimity. Either formally decide to do that during sitting or walking if it if it speaks to you, or you can let it arise when the opportunity calls for it. For example, maybe you're doing the practice of um, metta for your difficult person, or rather the person you're having difficulty with, because they're not a difficult person. It's just that you're having difficulty with them. They're perfectly fine in their own mind. You know. So as it was introduced this morning, you might be doing the practice of mitta, and then there might be a lot coming up all of a sudden for you, a lot um, in your heart, a lot of difficulty, and maybe you work with that with self-compassion, maybe still it's a lot. And maybe that would be a time that you directly work with it with equanimity. May I accept things as they are, etc., etc. So you can bring this practice of equanimity on an as-needed basis um, or, or decide to practice it in any given sitting. So we have time for questions, if questions 